Achiever in the morning. I am kind of hungry, so this is going to be a good one. Are you ready? Because what? it's time! <laughs> it's time for weird news in the world of food. With Achiever. I don't know if anybody else finds this as funny no, as us. It's really good, But it's though. not going to stop. So strap in, folks. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Uh, we got some other check-ins here, too. Mike in Reisterstown uh, with a traffic tip that we'll look into. Dave in Beverly Hills, happy Friday to you. A new texture, Emily in Orlando at uh, 5041. And, of course, the, the OG back down there with Chrissy and Hydes and Debbie from Eldersburg always hanging on with us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Orlando? Like Orlando, Orlando? I don't know. I, I didn't read the whole text. It good says, on her for being up with us. Yeah. Good morning from Emily in Orlando, Florida. I don't know if she's on vacation or if she lives there. <laughs> we're not We're not Hard a vacation say. cereal, right? Yeah. No, we you are not. You don't take me. us on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to start with weird news in the world of food? It is time. <laughs> it's time for weird news in the world of food. I'll do it all day. Oh, the second time was too much. (laughs) Bob Evans is going healthy with their new protein bowls. Yum. The bowls are packed with bacon, sausage, ham, cheddar cheese, sweet potatoes, spinach, corn, black beans, onions, eggs, and a hollandaise sauce. Sold. That sounds delicious. Why the hollandaise sauce? I guess they need something to kind of... Have you ever gotten into the bowl game at all? The eating of a bowl of, like... You know, like a burrito bowl instead of the burrito or whatever. Uh, the KFC Famous Bowls with the mashed potatoes, right. cheese, corn, gravy, chicken. Oh. But I think, so they're trying to do something to tie it all together. You know what I mean? And yeah. hollandaise is just butter and egg yolks. It's pretty damn delicious and, and uh, tying that all together. So I like this. I mean, I don't know that that's healthy. It's like keto healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... And I'm, I'm in. I'm totally in. Yeah, I've been diving into keto-friendly uh-huh. recipes. Not that I want to go full keto, but they give me a lot of range of options to kind of take stuff I already like and try it in a different way. Sure. So I'm trying that as my healthy thing when I don't feel like I'm dying anymore. Taco Bell and Salt and Straw are bringing back the Choco Taco. A release date for the dessert has not been announced yet. Do you like the Choco Taco? Oh, God. I'm sorry. When this happened and it went away, I flat out said that it's coming back. I didn't believe for a second that it would be gone forever. Right. I guess they just waited until the people complained enough that it was gone. Or maybe it backfired on them and they just were like waiting for, hey, where's the where's the change.org position? petition where's the uh where's the twitter outcry and i guess maybe it just didn't happen though again i guess we'll just bring it back do you remember the original recipe for the choco taco the choco taco as i recall was like the waffle cone in taco form then a layer of caramel and then the ice cream and then the top half is covered with chocolate and crushed up peanuts, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember what the ice cream was? Pretty sure it was just vanilla, but I'm not positive. So that's the new thing about this. It's going to be cinnamon ice cream. Hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be vanilla and cinnamon. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go straight right, cinnamon. cinnamon. Right, So Interesting. I will let you know if we ever find a release date for I that. I do love board. it, though. And you got to kind of like, I like it when they, uh, the taco, the shell or whatever is a little chewy. 
The Choco Taco was amazing. I mean, it's basically just the, what's the, the nutty buddy? Yeah. In the taco form. Equally messy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that was what I was hoping to see was a better form of getting the Choco Taco to stay in one piece. But I am a little disappointed that it, uh, you know, turned into, it just went away for the sake of going away. It was coming back. This was probably on some, you know, timeline in some Google calendar. Oh, look, it's uh, February 16th. Let's go ahead and bring the Choco Taco back. We we made that appointment last summer when we took it away. Can't get, to get rid of those wretched tw- uh, cinnamon twists. Those things are gross. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. Are they adding the cinnamon because that's their other dessert and it's in the same, like, vein as that? I don't know. That's why. That's what I think. Yeah. So Cinnamon Toast Crunched Ice Coffee will be available at Select Sam Club Wholesalers this month and will have a nationwide rollout in March. So I made a mistake day before yesterday and I went to pop into a grocery store to get some Valentine's stuff. I, we weren't really doing Valentine's Day, but I was like, I can't do nothing, you know? Right. So I popped into a grocery store and the total side note, they didn't have any damn thing, but <laughs> but I had some other things to pick up, but I had Oscar with me and because of that, I bought three boxes of cereal. Root Loops. Okay. Um, Apple Jacks Ooh. and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And every time he saw it, he went and explained it to me like I had never had them before. I'm like, kid. <laughs> this is your bad driving all over again. I've been eating terrible cereal for 147 years. I don't need you to tell me how good Cinnamon Toast Crunch is. <laughs> I know how good Cinnamon Toast Crunch is. And of course, I'm going to let you have it because it's amazing. <laughs> I'm glad that you have discovered it, but don't act like an expert. <laughs> so try to one up you. He did. He was uh, like, Dad, have you ever had this? It's so awesome. We have it at school. We put it in a bowl and I eat it and it's crunchy and it tastes like cinnamon and it's so good. Cool your jets, kid. <laughs> well, that's going to be the recycler for the weekend. You're preaching to the converted here. <laughs> I already know how good Cinnamon Toast Crunch is. Proceed with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. At all these stories, I did not think that was going to be the one to get you all worked up. And to wrap things up, unfortunately, we lost the legend this week. Oh, he gone. Pop-Tart inventor William Bill Post has died at the age of 96. Post, who grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, created the iconic toaster pastry while working at the Keebler Company. Man, what a gig. What a life Bill Post must have lived. Wake up every morning, put on a white lab coat, some black rimmed glasses, put a pocket protector full of pens on and walk into some room like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, just full of confectionery deliciousness and probably get super stoned. <laughs> Don't like, put that evil Mr. Post like that. And be like, man, what are we coming up with today, man? I mean, I would love to have seen, all right, well, if we just drizzle the icing on and then toast it, how will that go? You know what I mean? There's right. had to be like a trial and error process. Yeah, are you a fan of non-frosted or frosted Pop-Tarts? They are pretty gross toasted. They are horrendously gross untoasted. How dare you? You can eat them right out of the bag? I No, so I was not toasted, frosted. Oh. 
the ones that are playing. Well, let's cover that awful statement you just made. They're great anyway. In the toaster, not in the toaster. They are good to go. They're like a Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) They are on the road with you. So you won't eat a Pop-Tart if it's not heated up? I don't like them in general. What? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's bread and filling. On paper, there's nothing wrong with them. In execution, it just doesn't do it for me. Is this a thing where you had him too much as a kid? And you don't. Like I didn't him really a... like him as a kid either. I don't know what the deal is. I have. Uh, I liked the cereal when I was a kid. Shout out Fruity Pebbles, top dog. Um, and I liked like pastries, like the. I, I mean, I gained so much weight in college eating those um, cheese danishes. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the Entenmann's or like honey buns. Like I liked that stuff. I don't know what it was about the Pop-Tarts. just never did it for me. Pop-Tarts are so good. And they got rid of my favorite flavor. As a kid, they had apple cinnamon with no frosting. Okay. And it was the best and Pop-Tart I, they had. I probably would have liked that because the, the the problem with the Pop-Tart for me is they're too sweet. Yeah. So I probably would have liked that. Maybe I never delved deep enough into the world of one William Bill Post. I mean, you can get them at Wise, the unfrosted ones, but they are much... Uh, much more gross. I don't know how to say it politely. I gotcha. The store brand anything is it's a little not- drier than usual. In the Pop Tarts, you get at local grocery stores that are just name brand are pretty gross. Do you think that for Bill's last five or six years, people called him Posty? <laughs> As Post Malone grew in popularity with his last name being Post, you know, some grandkid or something was like, it's Papa Posty. Hilda. Hilda. <laughs> Why are they call me Posty Hilda? <laughs> Hilda's the nurse in this scenario. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Not all my bits are going to be good. I, I thought today was fantastic. Ah, it's time. It's I'm time. just kidding. We're going to wrap it up. This has been. This has been. This has been. This has been. It was. This has been weird news in the world of food. On 100.7 The Bay. Here's the scene. Your house ablaze. You wake up in the middle of the night. Family and pets get out safely. But you're in the house and you got a decision to make. You got a few minutes of safety to rescue whatever possessions you feel necessary to get out of the house to not have them burn up. That is the question we posed uh, before the break. And 410-584-100.7 has a ton of opinions. Uh, We have a survey here by Secure Data Recovery that asked the same question. 66% of people said their phone or their computer. And... I mean, I guess that's an answer because my phone is plugged in next to me on my nightstand and I'm probably grabbing it. Yeah. But I'm also grabbing something else. I don't even know if I count that as an answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So phone for me, absolutely. Wallet too? Yeah. Laptop, it's already clearing my browser history yeah. in a different way. <laughs> and I'm completely fine with that. My laptop, he go. Yeah. I don't care about that either. He the, fought a good fight. But the phone would go... I mean, this one's paid off, and everything's in the cloud, so I guess it really wouldn't matter. But just, I mean, I get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night half the time and bring my phone with me. So yeah. it's just kind of a natural instinct when I get out of bed to grab the phone. 
Um, whether I'm using it as a flashlight or if it's, you know, a long stay, it's going to be my companion. Either right. way, it comes with me most of the time anyway. You can get through another level, Candy Crush. Right. So I don't know that that counts either. Uh, 18% said sentimental objects. 6% say they would grab printed photos. That's an interesting one. I mean, I think that that's a generational thing because now if you're part of this more tech-savvy generation, any photo you have printed out on your wall is most likely exists somewhere digitally as well. Not necessarily. Like, this is kind of the basis of this uh, list is there's a whole other separate list. I just wanted to bring this up while we're talking about it where a lot of people that worry about that don't have anything backed up. Well, yeah, right. And that's where this general fear comes from. You know how you could avoid that? By what? Scanning them, taking a photo of them, saving it on a hard drive somewhere. Then you ain't got to run down your hallway grabbing Nana's picture off the wall on your way out with the flames kissing your butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, very true. But, like, I'm assuming if you've not backed anything up now, it's a Herculean task right. to get this done. So says the guy who left his coffee home this morning. So, by the way... <laughs> I know, I know my uh, limitations here as well. But you're not going back for that WJC 13 mug. That <laughs> coffee and the mug will just get your friend with the double initials to get you a new one. That's right. Uh, there's some low percentage things, including other electronics beside a computer um, and jewelry, clothing, pieces of art, and miscellaneous. Two in three people say the most painful thing they could lose is stored digitally. Uh, and we're discussing which apps people would be frustrated to lose personal data from. Facebook made first place on the list. I don't even understand that because it's on a computer I'm in a cloud somewhere in your account. I don't know. Yeah, but if you don't have the login, like let's say like your Apple account, if you don't remember your Apple account, all your, like yeah. let's say you're, I guess level you're right. 100 of Candy Crush, that's gone forever. And, and maybe I'm just super old school, but they're, to me, again, qualifying with family and pets are okay. It's going to be some piece of, like, musical memorabilia or something like that that I have. For Almost sure. positive of that. Yeah, parlaying it back to you because it is your show and it yeah. has your name in your head. What would you grab? Man. Little S, oh, man, party cat, Loomis, your beautiful wife, all, all standing safe. in the front yard. You've not made it out very on par for you being late to everything. <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you grabbing out the front door? Um, I have a very old mono copy of John Coltrane's Blue Train on vinyl that was expensive and is valuable that I like a lot. Um, that would be potentially one of them. My stereo is so heavy, but it's a Luxman and it's so nice and I really would hate to lose that. But the, but the logistics of that are too crazy. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> you just hear yeah. out the front door. She's <laughs> dragging in across the front yard. Uh, let's check into 410-584-100.7 see if they can jar anything for me. Chris from the Eastern Shore is definitely grabbing his roller skates. Right. No doubt. Um, Brian from Hampstead asked potentially the best question <laughs> in retort to this. Can we put things or people back <laughs> into the house? <laughs> Do you have somebody in mind? I, I'm guaranteeing he did when he wrote that. Um, Debbie from Eldersburg. Now, here is a perfect answer. Uh, no contest, my husband's urn. That's something you just can't replace. That's something that doesn't live on a cloud or a hard drive. Sentimental. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, Dizzy from New Windsor, a bottle of whiskey and weed, so I had something to do while I watched it all burn. Jeez. <laughs> he, that person needs a hug. Kelly from Baltimore brings up a very practical point. Keys. 
keys to the car, house, office, hard to replace. Well, if you go with the end up method, you already have that in your in, jump bag. In the jump bag. <laughs> uh, Jay from Pasadena, my gold top Les Paul, Allie from Baltimore. Allie from Baltimore, let me introduce you to end up. I have a binder of passport, social security card, birth certificate, important docs, etc. I'd grab that. Yes! That's speaking straight to your logical brain. If I wasn't already married, <laughs> I'd be taking you to Friendly's for a fripple. That's right. Do you have that? You have to. We do. I bet it's in a fireproof safe. It is. Mm-hmm. We have two fireproof safes. And up ain't got to worry about grabbing that stuff. It's going to be just fine. She gets the jump bag. I got to carry that. It's a little more heavy. <laughs> uh, Steve from Towson, the wedding album to be my wife's hero. Then my nice bottle of whiskey and my nice bottle of bourbon. And number three, the laptop. Nice. I I, the laptop to me doesn't even make the... I mean, I enjoy it. It, it was expensive and it's nice, but I don't... It, Everything that I care about that's on it is on either a Google Doc or a sheet or in a cloud somewhere. I don't, that doesn't bother me too much. So if I'm guessing, it's probably music. If you are like me and iTunes and the iCloud is where you store most of your stuff, yeah, I'm a, it's I'm real a, hard to recover that. I got a Spotify account of and course. that's all my playlists live. I can access them right now through this computer right here. That's where I pay that. Um, Trout for Picket Brewing, grabbing my Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale Beer Stein. That's a limited edition collector's thing. I get that for sure, too. Uh, wallet and keys and a six-pack of beer. Mike from Tony Town, Tracy from Maine. As long as you have your ID, everything else can be replaced. And Billy from Laurel is the same uh, as Kelly from Baltimore with the documents, titles, passports, etc. And I guess I have a backpack that has, like, a lot of stuff like that in it. I guess I would think, I don't know that I would think about that, though. I don't think in a hurried situation that I would think about that. No, knowing you and just spending, you know, the better half of six years with you, you would just be outside and being like, well, I'm out here. We're going to figure it out on the back end. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know that my body or my brain would go into any kind of mode about anything other than just personal safety. And then as soon as I got outside, a list of 5,000 things that I, quote, should have done would all start to pile up. But I don't think it would ever hit me until I'm smelling like the brisket I made last weekend and watching my house burn down. I mean, what would happen if somebody would pull up to your house burning? In the front yard, it would be your kids, your wife, your animals, mm-hmm. police and fire people. Right. Then you would have all the cars in the uh, you know, in the road, and then you would be across the street sitting on a soup just looking in existential dread <laughs> out of all the things you did not do yeah. in this situation. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my God. It's so true. I... Loved the original vacation. I know this isn't a TV show, but the Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo classic. And they redid it with uh, Ed Helms and uh, what's her face from uh, Married with Children? Christina Applegate. Yeah. I think that was her, right? I believe so. Hilarious. You got to give a little open mind sometimes, but they're not always great, right? Sony Pictures Television is working on a reboot of the classic TV series, Bewitched. The original Bewitched ran for eight seasons from 1964 to 1972 and starred Elizabeth Montgomery as a witch trying to hide her magical powers from her mortal husband. Samantha. I will tell you this. uh, With how obsessed we are as a culture with, like, the Force and Harry Potter and the list goes on and on, I think this works today. Okay. I think you could up date this potentially make it a touch darker 
You know what I mean? The the Bewitched was sugary sweet. Yes. Um, and I think this could work. I really do. Now, the actors, Elizabeth Montgomery, was definitely just captivating. She was attractive. She was charismatic. She was funny. Good timing. Like, there's a lot of that to do with the success of this show. Yeah. Like, me and you act this out. I put on a dress and you're the dude. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, it has to fall in line with what made it successful yeah. back in the day. And, you know, Americans always love pretty blondes. I I'm mean, just saying, I think going too sugary sweet with this update, it's just going to fail. We're a little saltier as a culture now than we were in the 60s. We are. I think a little blue humor yeah, on a CBS be- will work just fine. Yeah. I think that could be good. Um now, there's been some hits and some misses throughout the years with this theory. Uh, you have a list there, don't you? Yeah, so this story led me to think, like, what were reboots that anybody was watching? So this is part of a list of the top 30 reboots that worked. We will discuss. I just want to know if you've ever spent five minutes watching one of these reboots. I am with you. I'm here. Hawaii Five O. Negative. Girl Meets World. 90210. The reboot. The reboot. I don't think I did. All right, Bel Air, which is a reboot of The Fresh Prince. They made it a little darker. Doctor Who. I didn't see the first one or the reboot. Nice. Fuller House. I feel like I gave that, or at least I wanted to. I can't picture it, so I probably did not. All right. The Connors, reboot of Roseanne. No, wait, sorry. Okay. Did watch that. So we have one yeah. so far. And that, that was pretty good, but it was original cast. So it's like to reboot with the original cast is just kind of like an extension versus like this Bewitched thing is going to be obviously not Elizabeth Montgomery. Yes. Very fair. I'll take that. Battlestar Galactica. You're killing me, Smalls. What? One day at a time. No Schneider, no Watcha. Okay. <laughs> X-Files. Had Mulder and Scully. I did not know there was ever a reboot. I was not a big fan of the OG, though. Gotcha. Twilight Zone. I've loved any incarnation of the Twilight Zone through history. as There have been many. The movie, the shows. Um, I don't know that I saw the latest, latest reboot of the Twilight Zone, but I probably would have enjoyed it. But did I actually see it? MacGyver. No. Saved by the Bell. I hated the original, didn't care about a reboot. Arrested Development. Didn't even realize there was a reboot. Dallas. Man, this is bad. And the last, but not least, Magnum P.I. I'm bad at TV, I guess. So it's 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, (laughs) 12, 14, 16 out of 30 of the top reboots. You saw one. Who is this for? That's what leads me to the final question. Does anybody care about this stuff? And I guess two of my favorite shows are technically reboots. And I'll tell you which two. Okay. The Office and Ghosts were both BBC shows that got remade for American audiences. And if you count that then I freaking love those two shows. But they're not reboots. They're rebranding for a different culture. I guess, yeah. I mean, the very first episode of The Office is verbatim the first episode of The British Office, and then they split from there. Um, And I'm not sure if it's the same for Ghosts, but Ghosts is hilarious. I'm so glad it's back. (sighs) 
But yeah, I, you just want to be British. <laughs> it goes back to this all the time. Well, you know, your list was good, <laughs> but like my two favorite were done by British people. Do you know about British people? Greatest people ever. Hey, I didn't watch Doctor Who. Give me that. That is true. <laughs> I would. I thought that was the softball on the list. Uh-uh. Huber in the morning.